this week on a compliant body counts in beer. We're discussing our favorite dystopian societies. Save us! Hello, and welcome to a disturbing mini-sode of Body Counts and Beer. I'm Mark Rosendahl. I'm Patrick Bromley. I am all leader, Jonathan Rooney Taylor. Ooh, leader of all. All leader. That's true. Yep. Nice. I did it, you guys. Good work, man. I got all of it. Well done. I had most of it for a while. For a little bit, I had some of it. There was a dark time where I didn't have any of it. Ooh. But now... All. Whoa! Right? Mm. You're like you're like the modern day Odin. Uh, I like to think of Odin as the past me. Ooh! Ooh. All right, yeah. very good. I like that. Yeah. When are you gonna throw that eye ears in that well? Uh, never, because I already have knowledge, and that knowledge is depth perception fucking rules. <laughs> mm. uh, this week, uh, hot on the heels of last week's full episode when we discussed the uh, 2002 gun stravaganza equilibrium, we are going to be discussing our favorite uh, dystopian societies. You know, dystopian societies, they're them societies. What's all dystopied? Those are like the utopias, right? No. They're the opposite. They're the opposite of utopias. Yeah. Cool. Though many of the utopias are also kind of dystopian. And where does Fanga match in all this? Fanga? Fanga? Yeah. I think you mean Fanta, and it's a refreshing beverage that's available all the time. No, I meant Fago. Oh. Oh, yeah. In that case, it's everywhere. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it, they, they don't even make two liters of it. You gotta get three. <laughs> Shake up that root beer. Shoot it at your fans. <laughs> nice. ICP's great. Uh, so anyways. Welcome to the resistance, ICP. <laughs> the struggle is real. Oh, the struggle Let's uh let's go around the horn. John, what's your favorite dystopian society? Uh now you guys may remember a little series of movies called Back to the Future. And Ooh. in that series of movies, there's the Old Wild West. West, that's correct. Right. Uh there's also 1950s, but then there's also a future. And guys, you're not gonna believe some of the shit that's going down in this future. First off, Violence is off the charts. The Whoa. citizenry has taken the law largely into its own hands. Uh, private gun ownership is a necessity in this world, so everybody's got, like, arm to the teeth. It's crazy. And also, uh, you may be thinking, what man could possibly be wily enough to have control over such a weird and chaotic dystopia? Well, we don't know who the president is, or at least I forgot, but fucking Donald Trump is basically in it as Biff. Good old Biff. I'm still not sure if you're talking about the Wild West part. No, he's talking about two, where he goes to the future future. No, I yeah. know. But in the Wild back. West, it's the same thing. Yeah, pretty Correct. much. The difference is in uh, the one he's talking about, you can microwave a Pizza Hut pizza and it will become a full no, pizza. No, you rehydrate it. Yeah. And okay. also, that's the future. Yeah. I think you're talking about alternate 1985 after Marty, after Biff's future Biff steals the sports almanac oh, and comes oh, back oh, and the oh, timeline yeah. splits, and Marty goes back to 1985, and now Biff with his balding uh, head is now like th- th- Donald Trump, and he's married to Marty's mom. Yeah, yeah, you got good, got that. Yeah, that's you got to go back to it. The future, the future. Yeah, the future you know? when he's in 1955 and 1885. But Correct. it's the present of the, the film. Well, yeah. the film is always in its own present. That's how films work, you idiot. Whoa. 
I don't think that's true. It's Arf. always right now in movie time. Nuh-uh. Actually, technically, Nuh-uh. it's always the past because they filmed it a while ago. Yeah, and in Memento, it's all the time. Whoa. Yeah, that movie's like a like an origami statue that oh. folds into itself and then just goes right up its own ass. <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah, like but- all Chris Nolan movies, it only seems really complicated until you step back and say, oh, wait, no, it's very dumb. Yeah. I still think The Prestige is a great movie. Prestige is pretty alright. That's probably his least, like, wankery of his non-Batman work. Yeah. I like, I like Inception, too. I think it's a fun movie. Inception, I think Inception, I do like. I think what I hate are people who like Inception. <laughs> they fucking ruined that goddamn movie. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and be like, like uh, let me explain to you what Inception is. Yeah, but like everybody else that saw it was. Uh, sure. That. I just like, that oh, was a fun movie. That movie there was. some guns, there's some explosions. Yeah, it's, it's a perfectly fine, perfectly entertaining movie, but I hate the people who are like, it's like a dream Inside a dream. Like, yeah. The premise of the movie. Congratulations. Yeah. You did it. Exactly. You watched a movie. Yeah. And then those people got to move on to how much they got to love explaining the Tesseract in that Matthew McConaughey movie. (laughs) Oh, they loved the fuck out of that Tesseract. Oh, man. Like, he is the ghost. So, like, he's haunting his own self, dude. Yeah. Ooh, boy. Anyways, Biff Tannen's alternate night, 1985. Correct. From the perspective of being in 1955, is the future... Yes. Yeah. I don't like uh, it. Yeah. No, it's bad. It's tough. Yeah. It's real bad. Yeah. Now that I think about it, the, like, the future future, where Jaws 3D comes out at you... Pretty great. Real fucking cool. Yeah. Right. I'd live the hell in that world. Rehydrated pizza. Yeah. Hoverboards. Hoverboards. Ooh, self-drying pants. Ooh, weird, yeah. like, holographic uh, likeness of... Uh, Michael Jackson? No. Uh, fucking, what's his name? Marty McFly's dad. Oh, George oh, McFly. Yeah. yeah, where he wouldn't come back for the sequel because they fucking... He was so mad at his experience on oh, the first movie. No, that's yeah. just another actor that they have playing him, but his wig and he wears sunglasses indoors. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. They do but they like yeah, they they did some like weird makeup shit to him a little bit. I mean Which is why they which is why he sued the production. Yeah, oh, like, for sure. Oh, you're using my likeness. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, it's nice. another human being pretending to be Crispin Glover. Yeah, wow. It's insane. Good work, everybody. Yeah, he rides a an upside down. Crispin Glover, thank yeah. you. Yeah. I could not remember that actor's name, and he is great in that Friday the 13th movie where he dances. Yeah. Sure. He's also pretty good in Willard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is that the one where he's got, like, the big shoes? That's when he's got the rat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he becomes friends with the rat, and then that rat, like, talks to him, and then he sends that rat and all the rat friends to kill Arlie Ermey. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was a lot of fun. He's also pretty good in, uh, fucking, uh, American Gods. The first yeah. season, I ain't seen anything I ain't seen the second that. season either. Yeah. I hear it's fine. I mean, sure. after Brian Fuller gets fired from most of his series, it doesn't get better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's my answer. Great. It's all that garbage. Patrick, favorite dystopian society? Uh, I'm going to go with the dystopian society of Demolition Man. Yeah. Uh, because uh, it's it's one of the, the very few non-straight-ahead like straight ahead totalitarian fascist regimes. Like... This is the Democrat 
dystopia. It is the like 1990s neoliberal Democrat yeah, dystopia. Yeah, for, and, and, like it's like if Clinton never died. It's everyone's super positive and happy, and and the government is doing what's best for you. Darn it. Yep. Yeah, and just make sure you say darn it. Yeah. Because if it. you swear, you will be fined one credit for violating yeah, uh, that yeah. that statute of all that's all over the place and sees you oh, all the so time. Great. Like it's weirdly weirdly totalitarian and fascist, but also like hippie and bright and sunshiny and you never see that like every time it's always like eh, these are pretty much nazis yeah yeah it does lean more towards like a stalinist totalitarianism yeah. than like a fascist totalitarianism right yeah. right but there's some good stuff too all the radio stations play commercials as songs that's pretty great right and i do love the, like all right so in order to like completely break this society we need one violent asshole <laughs> yeah and in order to save this society we need one more violent asshole <laughs> Uh, to be fair, there is a third violent asshole who lives underground. And eats rat burgers. Yeah. I mean, his violence is just the violence of being Dennis Leary. Right? Sure. Yeah. And the violence of starving and fighting for your food. Right. Yeah, yeah but I mean, his character is equally violent in the ref. Sure. <laughs> Very true. Uh, a, a movie that, like, so good, oh. but so hard to watch. Oh, yeah, Now that no. we know that it, that it stars noted uh, sex criminal Kevin Spacey. And it just changes that whole, like, are you getting an erection when they're tied up scene? Yep. Oh, God, I can't imagine going yep. I guess in my memory I replaced Kevin Spacey with Kevin Pollack. Oh, that's a good plan. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great plan. That'd be such a better movie. Oh, yeah, and I think be. you're thinking of the movie House Arrest. Correct. I the, am. With, with the, the kids. kids. Yeah, yeah. They make them those weird cereal candy burgers mm-hmm. yeah yep mm-hmm. yeah yep good stuff demolition man demolition oh, man. I get solid mark favorite dystopian society uh i'm gonna go a little bit different direction i'm not gonna choose something from uh from film or from television okay or even from books i'm gonna choose something from the world of music Uh-oh. i'm talking about the dystopian talking society about revolution x by aerosmith oh not video games my friend from music, the album 1981's Kilroy was here by Sticks. <laughs> That's right. Uh, uh, Kilroy was here uh, takes place. But Mr. Roboto, what about the young people? So, Mr. Kilroy was here takes place in a future where rock and roll has been outlawed. No. Uh, and <laughs> no. And uh, because by the fascist and theocratic government, the uh, the majority for musical morality, and it's up to the former rock star. Kilroy, nice. <laughs> uh, who's been imprisoned by the uh, the, the government leader, Doctor Righteous, uh, uh, to escape oh, and to uh, to share rock music back with the world. Uh, and the song "Mr. Roboto" is the opening song on the album, and that whole song is about the main guy, Kilroy, beating up a robot, stealing its skin, and wearing it to escape jail. Nice. It's so great. Nice. And this was in 1981. 1981. Right it was the album that killed Sticks. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Sticks. After that, uh, shortly after the fucking guitarist went over to the damn Yankees. Yeah, yeah. basically yeah. after the, uh, the uh, Dennis DeYoung was like forced out. Tommy Shaw went and did Damn Yankees, and then came back and he led Sticks uh, on his own. And now they don't even play Mister Roboto anymore. Yeah, uh, yeah okay. because they don't want to play any of the Dennis DeYoung's bullshit. Musical theater stuff. <laughs> With cause. That's fair. I disagree. Mr. Roboto, <laughs> great song. Uh, all right. You're wrong. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
Also, that is pretty much like a prophetic tale that will later be uh, fulfilled where Al Gore is Dr. Righteous and the world is saved by Dee Snyder. To be fair... Tipper Gore. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She was actually the and leader it wasn't, of the PM. And it wasn't just D. Snyder. It was also weirdly John Denver. Fuck yes. Yep. Fuck yes. Oh, my favorite thing in American history where John Denver sits in front of the Senate and is like, hey, you guys are Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> you're all Nazis. You're bad Americans. And you're and Frank, bad yeah. parents. And Frank Zappa. Yeah, yeah. Frank Zappa. Yeah. And the guy from Two Life Crew. Yep, yep, yep. And on the other side, it's like Donny Osmond is like, nah, censor everything. It's going to be great. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh man. And that was like right on the cusp of uh, the ESRB being formed. Right, like yeah. Video right, right, game right. violence cracked Yeah, down, well, so, that yeah. was like the, the trade-off is pretty much they got embarrassed in Congress, but you still got the voluntary uh, parental warnings on yeah. stuff. Yeah. But they were voluntary instead of mandatory. Right. Yeah. But everyone put them on there anyways. Right. Well, because it was basically like, I think like Walmart was like, we won't carry anything that doesn't have the label on it. Right. So it's yeah. pretty much like... And then Walmart if, eventually just stopped carrying them. They would only carry radio edits. Yeah, they would yeah. They, they would carry, and they'd still have the parental advisory on yeah. it. Yeah. And then you'd get like the new Eminem album, and they're like, hi kids, do you like Primus? You want to see me stick Nine Inch Nails? <laughs> right, right. Want to try and do exactly like I did? Where's uh, Dr. Dre? <laughs> yep. Yep. My brain's dead away. I'm trying. And, and, oh, my God. I can't tell you how many times I got tricked. I got tricked. Uh, going to a Walmart and being like, it's yeah. just parental advisory. It's probably got me the dirty version. Yeah. <laughs> and you pick up an old dirty bastard album and it's just like, give me your number. Yeah, <laughs> you just, act like you don't interrupt. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, terrible, yeah. man. Yeah. It's terrible. And, like, I wish that they would do at least, uh, like, what they would do on, like, cable television where they get you to re-record. I would fucking own a whole collection of those oh if they ever Oh, my God. Uh, if there were enough, like, like songs with just yippee Kaye, Mr. Falcon <laughs> in them, or... Hit me by day, Ricky Martin. Uh, what was it? Uh, this is what happens when you meet a stranger in the Alps. <laughs> what? Or I love a forget you. Yeah, yeah. we'll forget, forget you, you too. too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, or uh, that uh, that classic one. Uh, I've had it with these monkey fighting snakes <laughs> on this Monday to Friday plane. Oh my god, what a mess! <laughs> oh, it's so good. Uh, any honorable mention dystopian societies you'd like to bring up? I would say uh, the V for Vendetta, the the yeah. comic book, not the movie. The movie's fine, but in the comic book. The leader of the fascist dystopia literally falls in love with his computer, and it's ridiculous, and yeah. I love it. The, the comic it's book so is good. fucking awesome, and yep. just crazy as shit. Well, I love that the whole movie is a build-up to him uh, blowing up Parliament, and that happens literally in the first five pages of the comic. Yeah, yeah right, right, yeah. Well, because the movie is just like... What if I took the barest bones from the comic book and then I put a bunch of knife throwing in it? Yeah. Well, the movie very much played into uh, the then current, like, George W. Bush right. versus liberal America. Right, kind of right, right. But the, the comic is very hardline, like, no fascism versus anarchy. Yeah. Like, that is the argument that is right. had in that. 
And it's real good. And it's so beautiful. It's a good There's book. that section of like where he's playing the. It's like piano keys. Yeah, you kind of flip the piece. You, yeah. you flip the comic book vertically, and the the panel breakdowns are the the notation of the music that he's playing. Yeah, it's really it's. A and good you can piece. actually get on iTunes. David J from Bauhaus actually recorded that. Oh, nice! It's real fucking weird. Interesting. And then they and then he recorded like. Just like some instrumental, like music from the world of V for Vendetta, <laughs> like just a listen, soundtrack. Just to or, listen to yeah. while you read the book. All right, it whatever, is man. nuts. I like it. Cool, that's so good. Cool, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, if I, I would say like the world of RoboCop. That, sure. that in the near that, like, future Detroit capitalist, yeah, critique. yeah, specifically the first RoboCop movie, yeah, where like. Everything is like uh, like a commodity to be sold, and even the commercials are just like crass and violent and crazy. Yeah. Oh, and uh, speaking of kind of on that similar track, uh, Starship Troopers. Oh, oh yes. shit! Yeah. This dystopia that doesn't realize it's a dystopia. Oh yeah. my so god! That's a great one too. Uh, would you like to know more? <laughs> do it's, your part in eradicating the bug menace. I do love the the shots of like the Marines handing out big shells to all the school children. <laughs> right. And, yeah. yeah, just handing their giant like pulse rifles to little kids. I'm doing my part. Just stomping beetles in the park. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. Great movie. Yeah. yeah. Patrick, any uh, any any honorable mentions? I'm you got not there? thinking. I'm drawing a blank. Great. Yeah. I mean, Idiocracy, sort of, kind of. You know, I yeah. haven't actually seen Idiocracy. Like, I keep hearing that it's, like, interesting it's right. and neat. And I like Mike Judge, but I also keep hearing it's pretty much garbage. It's it's, it's a, got its moments. Yeah, it's, I think it's, I think it's just a really, like, it's just like a goofy, it's a really goofy, silly, dumb movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, oddly enough, it's like way more cartoonish than like Beavis and Butthead or King of the Hill. Oh ever got. yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you if you're going into like expect like an Office Space type movie, you're not getting that. It is so dumb and and ridiculous. Yeah, uh, you do have to to kind of like grit your teeth a little bit because it's definitely based on like. What if we follow eugenics to its natural conclusion? Right, kind yeah, of yeah. Yes. Let's not let the, like, the stupid's mate. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like if Mike Judge actually grew up in the places that he writes about, that's that's something you could have sympathy for. <laughs> yeah, like I get, I get where certainly like where he's coming from because he definitely was like born and bred in Texas yeah. and like in some pretty shitty parts of Texas. Yeah, right. But also, yeah, yeah. yeah. But Terry Crews is very good in the movie. He's yeah, nice. very good. As President Camacho. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's going to do it for this mini-sode of Body Counts and Beer. I'm Mark Rosenthal. I'm Patrick Bromley. I'm Jonathan Rooney-Taylor. And we'll see you next time. Go read V for Vendetta. It's very good. It's super good. It's very nice. The comic is incredible. Skip from hell, though. Body Counts and Beer is Patrick Bromley, John Rooney Taylor, and Mark Rosenthal. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google, I know wherever you get podcasts from, and leave us a rating or review. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, or you can email us at bodycountsandbeer at gmail.com.